0: Happy New Year. Death Taxes in Duval is back for 2023. Hayes Carlisle Graham Marsh joining me today. Uh, Rick Ballew is on assignment, but we look forward to having Rick back. Uh, Next week we know he's fired up And uh, John Spickelmeyer's fired up Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency 471-7155 Car insurance we all have to have it Make sure you're not paying too much Make sure your policy is in line with your life Circumstances things can change And it can affect your car insurance Uh, You wouldn't think it would but trust me it can And uh, John Spicklemeyer can Go over your policy make sure that you're Paying for things that you should be paying for And make sure you're paying the lowest amount Uh, Again Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency Agency four seven one seven one five five. Oh boy, Graham. What a week. Oh my goodness. What a week this will be. Before oh. we get into the Texans win and we get into the meat and potatoes of Saturday night's matchup with the Titans. Give me the Graham Marsh. This is how we're doing it Saturday night in TIA Bankfield. The uh the Graham
1: Marsh plan is um, engineering your show, yeah, i will be out at uh, at Tailgaters that's Parking, right.
0: three thirty to um, five,
1: three thirty to five. Yep, come hang out with us, come have fun. Um, so that's the first order of business. Get there, engineer the show, make sure that goes smoothly, which I'm sure it will. It always does. Um, and then uh, I'm going to stay right there at Tailgaters Parking. Um, <laughs> I have. Uh, Are you off the clock at five? Absolutely. Okay. All uh, right. That's when I'm off the clock, and that's when <laughs> mistakes begin to be made. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so yeah, my, my girlfriend's coming. Um, she, her, one of her cousins from out of town is coming, coming in and, uh, they're going to join us at tailgaters. Um, cause I was sitting there thinking, I was like, if I don't have to you know, normally I have to go back to the radio station I ex- kind of explained that to
0: you when before we hopped on but
1: since I don't have to do any of that this right. week because, because it's they a need night the game. gear
0: hacker needs the gear right. for the fifth quarter correct? which is our way you know right. later post game show right. but because it's an 8:15 kick time the fifth quarter yep. will be yep. here at 1010 XL from 1 to 3 a.m. for you diehards correct so uh so yeah, because of that, I don't have to leave Tailgaters after the show
1: like I normally would. Right. So I get to just park it, start getting after it, <laughs> start having fun. Uh, Some of our buddies, uh, one of my best friends lives uh, right across the St. John's um, from the stadium. Like, if you're on his dock, mm-hmm. you like see the stadium.
0: Oh, okay, like, wow. Right, like, like you're, right you're, next to Bishop Kinney. Right next to Bishop Kenny. Yeah.
1: Like, you're close enough to where, like, if there's something on the Jumbotron, you can, like, read it. Oh, wow. So... <clears throat> So uh, he's boating in with uh, some other friends as well. They got a boat pass, and I think they're going to head over to Tailgaters and join us as well. So we got a whole crew getting after it, going crazy. I know we're not going to be the only ones. Um, And then get in, and uh, first and foremost, as fans, make the uh, Tennessee Titans' life a living hell. Yeah, I love it.
0: And uh, tell us again, you're 24 I just turned 25. Happy birthday! And New Year's Eve is my birthday. Oh wow! Happy oh, yeah. birthday! Okay. Oh yeah. So you just turned 25. So 1999 doesn't mean anything to, from a personal no. standpoint. Doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah. For, so for the Jaguar generation, that's so crucial in, in that in that uh, you know 20s uh, demographic. What does Saturday night mean? Um, I think I, I was I was thinking about this before it came on because I knew you
1: were going to ask me that, and I was like. To be honest, in my lifetime, I I do believe it's the most anticipated home game that my generation's ever gotten to enjoy. The, the Bills playoff game in 17 is obviously up there, um, but part of it has to do with the fact that we have, we haven't known officially until two weeks ago, but we've kind of known for a little over a month now that it's probably all going to come down to this game, right? So the anticipation and the buildup, that's step one step two is it's moved to saturday so people aren't going to have work the next day like they typically would on an nfl game the fact that it's prime time i mean i know the playoff game was like you know a nationally televised game because it's right. but but night game is different sure um and then the fact that it's the most bitterly hated rival and it it hits home more with me because i went to high school in nashville mm-hmm. i'm from jacksonville i grew up here uh born and raised here um but i think i've said before that i moved to nashville in high school spent all four years there got a ton of friends that are diehard titan fans um and of course they've you know they've just beaten us year after year after year so so because of that little wrinkle it means a little extra as well but yeah i'm thinking about it and i'm like listen if not if you don't know much about 1999 for whatever you be, be it age be it you became a fan later or whatever is this the most anticipated home game since
0: that season? I feel like it is, right? I, I think it is. And and to me, the reason that I think it's the most anticipated is it feels like it's a legacy game because it feels like Jacksonville finally has a quarterback, somebody who could really be a nuclear weapon in the NFL for decades. And this is really Trevor Lawrence's first legacy game. That these are the kind of games that your career is going to be built upon, whether you're viewed as a disappointing player, a good player, an elite player. These are the games that really make your mark and in your reputation. In 15 years, people say this game, Absolutely. This, this game, that. Absolutely. If Trevor Lawrence says no touchdowns, three picks on Saturday night, it's going to be tough for him to shake that. He's going to have to do an awful lot of good uh, over the next couple of years for people to forget that performance. Conversely, if he throws three touchdowns and no interceptions and the Jags win the game, it's going to launch him. I think nationally and to really the spotlight, you can tell the spotlight is starting to kind of turn on him a little bit. Absolutely. And, and people are like, wow, this, this guy might be a star. Uh, it, it, you can feel that over the last six weeks, but you go and win to your point, a primetime game Saturday night. Everybody's watching it. Uh, if you perform well in that element, uh, it's going to really launch Trevor Lawrence. So that's why I think the anticipation's there because if Trevor Lawrence plays well and the Jaguars win the AFC South this season, boy, it feels like they might. It feels like Trevor Lawrence might win, you know, five division titles in his first six years as a pro. It particularly if the rest of the division can't figure it out, right? Which is a, a I mean, distinct. I mean, look at, look at the last
1: couple of years. Like, why have the Titans had these really good records and been really good seeds in the playoffs? It's because they. It's almost like they've had four or five free wins because this division has been so bad. So, if The Jaguars stay on this trajectory, and it certainly seems like the Titans are on the decline. The Houston Texans are more than likely going to draft Bryce Young, and they may figure it out, but there's probably going to be a lot of learning curves for them, and that's probably going to be a little bit of an uphill battle as well. The Colts, I mean, who the hell knows? Like, no no one has any idea. But, um, just a, a quick little thing to kind of talk about your, uh, what you're saying with, with Trevor Lawrence and kind of the national perspective, uh, Literally before this podcast, I went home for for my lunch break, and I was watching uh the herd okay. at home, and you know I only I'm I'm not home very long during my break. I only, right. I only watched it for about thirty minutes. Yeah, I heard Trevor Lawrence's name mentioned four times. Wow, and I heard Doug Peterson's name mentioned twice. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. That in. And- Colin Coward is like admittedly like
0: a like a national big market guy right you're you're saying that you didn't ever hear Cody Kessler and Doug Marone being (laughs) bandied about on these shows Um, yeah it's it's uh, it's it's remarkable And, and again you know it's 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 going to be so much fun i think to see the environment and and again particularly i'm so excited for the fan base as a whole i'm so excited for the fans that are older that have been here since the beginning uh and and you know still have that bitter taste from 99 uh and then have endured the losing times and and i'm so excited for uh you know the the young fan that just other than 2017 You just haven't seen anything really of, of interest, but you hung in there and you stuck it out. And now hopefully this is your time. And, and hopefully the Jaguars are ending into an era where they're going to be really good for 15 years. I mean, in 15 years, Trevor Lawrence is only going to be 38. So it's not like, you know, it's, it's very possible that he could still be a very good elite player. Uh, At that uh, at that age, let's let's talk a little bit about the Texans game. So they they routed them 31-3. A big storyline coming out of the win was the placement of the Titans game. It's Saturday night. uh, There was, you know, the Jaguars were very vocal. Doug Peterson, very vocal. We wanted the game to be on Sunday. They didn't get their wish. Um, And I understand it. I think it works out better for the Jaguars this way. Uh, Yes, it's a short week. The Titans were always going to have extra rest and are kind of a mess anyway, which we'll get to. But um, in in terms of how it's going to look, forget this week. All right, yeah, you're on a short week this week. But Doug Peterson did the right thing. They didn't even go over the Houston game. You know, they took. You would normally have a day where you sort of go back over the game you just played. Well, you won that game thirty-one to three, and to be honest, the other reason I'm not worried about the rest. You didn't have to exert yourself. I was not at all. I was there. You you can tell when a game is a, a a bitterly contested and it could even be a little bit one-sided on in the scoreboard, but but it's a street fight game. This was not that. Right. The, the Texans were making business decisions. Left and right in the, that game. The Travis Etienne long touchdown. Oh, yeah. Desmond King's attempt to tackle right. him was his business decision as it gets. Absolutely. And there were a number of examples, I thought, like that. Even on the Texans when they were playing offense. I mean, it just didn't seem like they had any fight at all. You know, they'd played Dallas, Kansas City, Tennessee. Obviously, they'd just beaten. So they'd played the Chiefs and Cowboys, extremely competitive. They had beaten the Titans, and they just flat-out no-showed. I mean, they had no energy. They didn't play with any physicality. So I don't think the Jaguars really had to exert themselves very much. I mean, again, you look at the— Your starting
1: running back didn't take a snap in the second half. Right.
0: He played 38% of the snaps. I mean, Etienne played 24 of 63 of the offensive snaps. Trevor and Sheriff played 44 of 63, so they played 70% of the game. And uh, and your highest-rated defender, in terms of uh, snap count percentage— was Josh Allen at seventy seven percent? I mean, normally your entire secondary would go the entire game; that'd be a hundred percent. Your two linebackers go go hundred percent right. of the snaps. Uh, so it, it it was really I thought it worked out really brilliantly. I thought for the Jaguars. So I'm not I'm not as worried about the rest uh, component in this game. And as you move forward, if you're able to win the game, and Vegas thinks you're going to win it by a touchdown, uh, if you win the game then you don't have to worry about the short week for the wild card round when you're hosting because you're probably going to play saturday and so you'll have the full week whereas if you were playing the titans on sunday you'd have a shorter week uh, and and as the schedule works i think the jaguars are going to if they beat tennessee i think they'll have a rest advantage because i think the chargers and ravens both play sunday they do because yeah. the only game saturday is chiefs raiders i think the chiefs play saturday the only other game, yeah. Saturday. There's only one other game Saturday, and I think it's that the Chiefs right. Raiders. That sounds yeah. right. So uh, and it's earlier in
1: the day. It's like four, right. right? Yeah.
0: So the Jaguars in the wild, if they're able to win, I'll caveat with it. Um, don't want to get people nervous about a jinx. But if the Jaguars beat the Titans, they will either have a day extra rest over their opponent for the wild card game, or we'll have the same. They'll rest. At least be on par. My guess is, and and that opponent would be on a short week. They'd be at six days. So uh, so that's why I wasn't overly worried. About the uh, about the Saturday, so um, you know that'll be interesting to see uh, as we look at the X's and O's uh, for Saturday night's game, Graham. Uh, a lot of storylines here. What stands out to you? Um, I mean, there's there's the obvious. You know, it's obviously for the division and
1: and all of that. I, I think though, the the main thing is you have to remember that at least early in that game that was in Nashville. Derrick Henry ran all over you. And the fumble by Shaq Corman is what changed everything. Ideally, you'd like to not need a play that changes everything. Right? Ideally, ideally, you're it, it's not gonna be a great day for Derrick Henry because th- we're just gonna be stacking the box and there's nowhere for there's gonna be nowhere for him to go. The one little bit of a caveat, and you obviously didn't get to see this last week with with Dobbs because he didn't have Henry behind him. Earlier in the season, when Malik Willis came in before Tannehill was done for the year. One thing that did work with Willis and Tannehill was they ran some read option stuff. Because you have to crash really hard to stop Derrick Henry. So if your quarterback's athletic, that can allow some QB carries. And the Jaguars have struggled with that this year. Remember the Giants game, Daniel Jones ran all over. They finally committed to stopping Saquon, and then Daniel Jones looked like freaking Lamar Jackson. Correct. So that is one, if there's one concern for me, that that would be the number one thing. I don't think the Titans are not going to throw the ball well. They can't. They, their offensive line's atrocious. Their left tackle is stealing money from yeah. that organization. No, no question. Den, he is stealing money. Mm-hmm. So he I don't he, think they're going to. Makes Josh Wells look like Anthony Munoz. <laughs> <laughs> but so
0: you're absolutely
1: right. Oh my goodness. And then I... uh, offensively, real quick, I think um, that's still a pretty good Titans defensive line. I know they have injuries. Sure. Um, it, it a big mist. One of the biggest mysteries of the game, I think, is going to be how how can the Jaguars' running game get going? Because if it gets going at all, the the Jaguars are going to throw all over them. the 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 Titans' secondary is terrible. So if you're worried about the running game, too, the Jaguars are going to score 30-plus points, I think.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that that mix is definitely there, and you're right about Tennessee's uh, defense. They are last in the league uh, in terms of yardage allowed through the air, 279.3 per game. They are good against the run, uh, so that will be, I agree, that's where, if the Jaguars can control the ground game, oh, Tennessee's going to get run out of the ball. And you don't have to dominate, Yeah, but can you get 90 from et yeah something like that
1: can can those carries that we're getting stuff for negative one right. in nashville can those be three yard games yeah. if he can
0: be Four 20 carries games. for 90 yards oh I, my I god think yeah you're, i think you're in, in absolutely gr- in great shape and uh you know, again, it's uh, it's one of those things that I think when you look at it from the Jaguars' defensive side of things, they are playing with some confidence. I think it's a little false because they've gone up against the Jets and and the Texans, uh, but it is the first time since 2001 that the Jaguar defense has held two straight opponents without a touchdown. So that's that's an achievement, even if you're doing it against teams that are really struggling on that side of the ball. Um, what's really interesting to me is is Joshua Dobbs starting for the Titans. He has thrown 56 career passes in his six-year career. Oh. Just to put that in perspective, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence has already in his career thrown 1,154 passes. I was gonna he say has 36 that. touchdowns. So Trevor Lawrence in this game, the, the baby quarterback, has 36 career touchdowns through the air. The veteran that they're going up against has thrown 56 passes passes that's unbelievable in his career that's unbelievable and uh, and so i just i think it's uh again i i agree obviously if derrick henry i think he's going to have to be around 140 or higher i think for tennessee to to have a chance but but again it's uh it's why they play the game and uh you in until it's uh you know all zeros on the scoreboard and the jaguars with one point more than the titans you you're, you're going to be sweating it but it should be such an amazing environment. I certainly can't wait to be there to cover it. Um, can't wait to. Uh, you know what I'd love to see is a Graham Marsh. I love it when you tweet like uh, was it the Cowboys game? You tweeted a picture of yourself in the stands going insane, going insane. Yes, that's what I I would. Nothing would give me more pleasure <laughs> than seeing a Graham Marsh tweet at about eleven. 30 11, yes. Saturday yes. night um, of uh, of you celebrating a big oh my uh, goodness. AFC well, South title when there's plays to celebrate yeah. I celebrate. <laughs> you get your money's worth. Do not yeah. do not
1: worry about yeah. that. When I lose, I take my L and peace. I, right. I I shake hands. I say good game. Yeah. But when I win, yeah. I'm the sorest
0: winner that's ever existed. <laughs> love it. I love it. All right. Well, that's uh, that's going to wrap it up for us. I do want to tell you again about John Spicklemeyer, my good buddy. I went to high school with him. He's a great dude. Played football at Notre Dame for Lou Holtz. Just tons of integrity. The, the absolute perfect guy that you'd want handling really any component of your life. But uh, but with John, his his. Ex- expertise, his business, car insurance, and Spicklemeyer Insurance Agency is who you need to use uh, for your car insurance needs. Or at least give him a chance. At least at least have John look over your policy because he'll tell you. He'll just be like, he'll look at it and say, yeah, this looks good. Uh, I can't save anything. So just keep it. You're in good hands. Uh, but there is a chance he might be able to save you some money and it's something we all have to have. So uh, why pay too much for your car insurance? Give my buddy John Spicklemeyer a call. 471 7155. All right, that is going to do it. We are certainly looking forward to Saturday night, and we will be back next week with a new edition of Death, Taxes, and Duval for Hayes Carlion. I always say that. I'm the host uh, for Graham Marsh, for the absent Rick blue, who hopefully will be back next week. I am Hayes Carlion, and thank you for listening to our little ditty here. Thank you for joining us, Graham. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank All you. Right. All right, go, Jags.